1: Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
0: Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys, obviously, it's your hostess with the mostest. My name is Angel and I am here with Maya, aka Wellbeing with Maya, aka one of the co-hosts of Girls That Invest. Maya, how are you? Yoda, hello. I am so happy to be here. Oh, it's so amazing to have you here. And honestly, guys, funny story. So I actually connected with Maya through the Girls That Invest podcast because, you know, I was trying to get my financial health going. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And actually, funny story, I know um, you saw this in the script before. But I started investing when the pod started, like I've listened for a long, long time and it actually helped me save up for my trip to the UK because I put investments away into the SMP um, and then I took that money out and spent it to go abroad for three months, which is just
2: wild. That is just so, so insane. Um And fabulous. Yeah, it was so Yeah, Yeah, it's honestly just so
0: amazing. So if you guys haven't listened to Girls That Invest, please. We love our personal and financial and all the different types of health. So definitely do that. But Maya, I actually don't want to talk about investing or finance or business or anything today. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about well-being and I want to talk about you and your mission and your journey. And so I would love to know, what do I need to know about you and about your journey with well-being to understand
2: who you are today? Okay, um, so firstly, here I am a descendant from the tribes that I just listed um, in Aotearoa in New Zealand. That is, if you're familiar with Aotearoa, that is in the Tokanu Topo area, Tauranga Moana. Uh, Waikato Tainui and Nuhaka Napier area. Um, I am Māori, so I am Indigenous to Aotearoa and those are my ancestral connections to the land. Um, what do you need to know about me?
0: Yeah, so what, um, why did you even start wellbeing with Maya? What does wellbeing look like for you?
2: So I have a deep passion for like health and wellness through a holistic perspective um through Tao Maori holistic perspective and so I went to when I finished high school I didn't know what I wanted to do I went and studied at uni didn't like it felt like quite lost in my early 20s figuring out what I wanted to do and just this um Interest was health always came back to me, and I was fortunate my mum raised us um, for a lot of holistic health modalities and practices. And my brother, who actually lives in Aussie in Brisbane, he's a naturopath, uh, um, he's a huge health freak as well. So it's kind of <laughs> holistic health has always kind of been around me growing up, mm-hmm. and I just really realized that it was one of my passions and I love helping people I've always known that I wanted to help people but I wasn't sure how and then um just my love and passion for water, like for holistic health has really just um helped me to figure out a way how to help people mm. and so well-being to me is essentially thriving in all I- areas of your life um, and my friendships my connections my connection with um myself my connection to movement and the pile the planet and all of those kind of things so it just kind of really in a nutshell well-being to me is is nourishing different aspects of life that build a an abundant lifestyle for myself and I think health and well like well-being is subjective to whoever that is you know some people like going on 10k runs some people prefer to go swimming and doing pilates and um, doing breathing exercises and things like that so well-being I think is really subjective for everyone
0: yeah and the the real conversation I really was excited to have today was the holistic part and I know you you say it's haiora is that correct haiora haiora okay yep. <laughs> also just to FYI my pronunciations are not very Great, but I've got Maya here for a reason. Um,
2: <laughs> it's okay.
0: And I think it's really important the way that you introduce yourself and even throughout your podcast that you do with um, Girls That Invest, the way you integrate your culture is just so valuable because as somebody who lives in Australia, I feel very naive to anything Maori culture. I feel like I've mm-hmm. not really been exposed to it. And I think it's really important. And so how has or how does Holistic Health have that Maori input and how does that differ to i guess caucasian or the way that like caucasian person
2: might look at health or western might look at health Mm, that's a really awesome question and (laughs) um so i am still learning the multiple facets of um what health and wellbeing is through a Kiao Māori perspective, through, through a Māori lens. Um, but from my understanding, essentially, it is just ensuring that foundations in your life are balanced or set or um, strong to help the individual to thrive in life. It's very community-based. It's very... Um, our connection as Indigenous people, our connection to the whenua, to the land, is very important. And so, just really navigating how these different aspects of life create um, a create a lifestyle for you to thrive.
0: Mm-hmm. So, in your lifestyle yeah. at the moment, let's talk about your day to day. What does, how does well-being or, or wellness come up in your day-to-day life?
2: Oh, so many so many ways, like this past week I've been a little bit sick, so I've been home and really, I have a really, really busy schedule this year, um, I've committed to a lot of things, I'm working full-time, studying full-time, working part-time, planning a wedding and uh, trying to Maintain a healthy, (laughs) balanced lifestyle. You know what it's Um, about to be busy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. So it was actually really nice for me to just um, sit, to to just rest. A lot of this week for me has purely been about rest. I have truly a million things that I need to do. I have an overdue assignment. (laughs) Um, We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it'll do. Um, But well-being to me this week was rest like truly just sitting um distancing myself from my devices um reading not being hard on myself for feeling like I have to get all of these things done just really letting go of that um moving my body softly um nourishing my body you know well and journaling I've done a lot of journaling this week um which I find is just really helpful for myself um, and gratitudes. Every, every day I do my gratitudes multiple times a day because it helps me to be present and to really focus in on the smaller things in life that really um, amplify joy and, and happiness and all of that kind of thing. So it, it, it changes depending on what my need is and um yeah, but this week it was a whole lot of rest, a whole lot of reading. I'm a huge bookworm. And so I've truly, I've just been reading the same book over and over again. The same book? The same book. I, I hope it's a good book. It's, oh, <laughs> it's amazing. I, I have a very... Um, very all or nothing, and so when I started studying, I kind of made it a rule for myself to um, not read fiction because I also. Um, just what are you studying, nothing. by the way? Population health, yeah, yeah, okay. so yeah, what is population health? That's that is literally what every single person asks me <laughs> when I tell them it is literally just the study of populations or all, all dif- as in like cultural populations and different. It's, like whatever you want it to be. So it can be a country, it can be an ethnicity, it can be, um, a gender, like it is literally whatever it's very broad Mm -hmm. and you can go into so many different fields with it. And that's why I chose to do population health was because you can go into research, you can go into data, you can go to, into community engagement, um, yeah it's it's really broad it really is the study of population of populations and it really depends on what you choose to do with it really
0: yeah I love that I love having a degree that is you know it's still narrow enough but it also gives you many pathways Um, I should have known that because you posted and this is a different, completely different topic, but kind of what you were talking about. You posted on social media the other day, rest is productive. Mm -hmm. And this is something I have been trying to harp on for a long time. And you posted, and I was like, yes, fucking yes. Because I think for, especially, you know, I... I don't know if it's a cultural thing or if it's just a generational thing. Sometimes it can feel like you're not doing enough and you're not working hard Mm -hmm. enough and you're not. Maybe it's a social media thing where it feels like you need to be on the grind. Go, 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 go. And don't get me wrong. I think as someone who, you know, like yourself, university student, starting a business, got a podcast, like it can feel like you are in that energy, that grind, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, energy. Um, So how does rest be productive when you're not doing quote-unquote, work?
2: Well, it's – I like to use the you can't pour from, the, from an empty cup. Okay. And so if you are constantly depleting yourself, running yourself into the ground, giving your energy to others, to to projects and things and this and, and that, it's, it's not sustainable. Like you cannot continuously always be on the grind and the hustle. There are definitely – times in your life where you need to you know step it up and you need to get the job done but that is not a sustainable way of living you will end up burning out you will end up with multiple health issues you'll end up hating your life and then it's all for nothing and so that's that's the way that I view rest and I know it can be really difficult especially when you have so many things on and it can be hard for you to turn your your mind off to stop thinking about those things but I find it really good to not uh, to just be gentle with yourself and so not to criticize yourself or chastise yourself for for resting whatever resting looks like for you Um, because rest is so so productive because without it you would not be able to fill your cup to continue to do the things that you want to do yeah 100% and I think that's this is almost me
0: just kind of playing devil's advocate is where is that line between rest is
2: productive and then it becomes lazy? I think you, you know, within yourself, like, you know, if you are procrastinating or if you are like, actually, I really just need to tap out. I really need to channel in and focus in on myself right now. Um, and I think deep down, every everyone knows whether they are choosing to put something off or whether they are resting. Um, and so it just, again, comes down to the relationship that you have with yourself and um, yeah, knowing, and if, if you don't know yet that kind of boundary within yourself, just set one, just say, okay, I am going to, rest for half a day or for two days that's what I'm that's the time that I'm giving it and then I'll do you know I'll yeah. get that to my list
0: yeah I love that so much and I love that when you um chatted about how you've been resting this week you mentioned journaling because it's something I've taken up recently and I've been doing it pretty much every night consistently for a few months and mm-hmm. I notice when I'm not journaling and when I am and don't get me wrong it's not you know if you have like actual medical mental health things that you do need to work on journaling obviously isn't a cure that's not what we're saying Mm -hmm. but it's such a good tool to have in your toolkit to actually look at your thoughts and you have this you know scatter and to really bring them into center and to really center yourself and I do my gratitude within my journaling so I'll do you know say and I also think I don't know if you've done this but I've used journaling to connect with other people so my partner and I actually have a practice mm-hmm. where we'll sit in our bed and we'll give each other journal prompts, we'll write it, and then we'll share with each other. So one will be like, what do you acknowledge yourself for today? And then we'll say, oh, I'm proud of myself for this. And you're acknowledging that. And it, it makes me actually think about your perspective on wellness or well-being is holistic. And this even comes down to your relationships and your health and your relationships.
2: Mm, for sure. That is so, so wholesome. I'm actually going to start <laughs> doing that with my partner as well. I know. It's, it's, and it creates such a deep connection. Yeah. And, and they are, um, they can be so simple, but so deep. And usually something that, you know, usually we say, oh, how was your day? How was work? What did you do? And they're really, they can be really quite surface level. And so they, it definitely allows you to go a little bit deeper, to learn more about each other, um, and to strengthen that relationship as well, depending, of course, depending on what you choose to talk about. Um, but I love journaling. I literally, it just is a, I, I just dump everything. Whatever I put to paper, I dump it all down and I feel this um, this release. It's just so, yeah, it, it's wonderful. I know people can't, some people are like, oh, I'm not really into journaling or anything like that. I just don't put, put pressure on yourself to feel like you have to journal about a specific thing. Just what, if you want to write one line or one word, then that's like, that's it. It is what you what you choose to um, make of it, and I think putting that pressure on yourself to kind of perform in a certain way is just counterproductive.
0: Yeah, there is you're not getting graded, and I think that's always mm. a thing in our mind. I used to say to myself. Yeah. I well, how do you journal? Like, what's the perfect way to journal? There is no perfect way. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Exactly. I I love that because um, I do know Stephen Bartlett. He runs Diary of a Serum. I love him. I was watching one of his vlogs. And he said to one of his guests before the episode, he said, how are you? And then the guests started chatting, oh, I'm good, whatever. And then Steve goes, well, there's actually two answers to that, isn't there? There's the answer you're going to tell me, but then there's the true answer that you're you know, mm. telling yourself and that's what's actually going on. And that's where journaling becomes so important because you can have the question, how are you? How are you? And you can say, I'm good. I'm good. But how are you truly? Like, how are you actually going? Where's your brain at? Where's your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, financial health and everything at? And I think mm-hmm. that's where journaling is so important.
2: Yeah. I I, I write it so hard.
0: Now there's, some, i I've loving your Instagram, by the way, but also oh, something I've you. noticed with your Instagram is, It I'm learning things I've never ever heard of. Like actually never ever heard of. Oh yeah, 100%, because, you know, <laughs> with with your culture, you're telling us things where I'm like, literally, like that's I've, that's never come across anything in, in any other social media or any content creator I've ever seen in my entire life. So I think that that's so important because there's obviously something missing. Um, and you've been talking about, and guys, again, pronunciation isn't my best, but I'm going to try. Um, you've been chatting about a health model from your culture, which is mm-hmm. tifara, tifara Tapafa, health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Papa Fa. There you go, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, for those who aren't listening and didn't see the models,
2: what actually is that, and can you break it down for us? Yes. Uh, so Te whare Papa Fa is a Maori house model design designed, yeah, designed by Sir Mason Jury in um, late yeah a, a while ago it is the most common maori health model in aotearoa it's frequently used and it uses the analogy of a farenui which is a maori meeting house and te farenui so the house of four corners and so each corner of the house represents um an aspect of holer so of well-being so um, one wall is tinana, body. One wall is henengaro, mind. Another wall is Fano, family, relationships. And the other one is wairua, spiritual. And the idea is that to live and have a, you know, to maintain your well being is to have all of these po, all of these um, pillars balanced out. And so focusing on each aspect. Of, of your life to um, to create a a thriving and healthy life. Mm, that's so interesting. Even in my mind because I'm a very visual person, it makes me mm-hmm. think, you know,
0: if somebody says they're healthy, right, my mind instantly thinks, oh, they work out a lot, so that's their mm. body. Um, mm-hmm. what, was, what was the Maori name for body? Tinana. Tinana, okay. So the Tinana is quite yeah. high, but then if their family is quite low, then the house is going to be on a slant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, And that is so important because when we think of health, we instantly think, oh, yeah, they go to the gym. But that's mm. not just it. And I often say, like, because my podcast is That Gym Girl, it's mm-hmm. not just the gym. It's not just fitness. It's it's so much more than that. And this, this model is, is such a great visual representation of how if it's not all solid and it's not all concrete, you're going to be leaning and you're going to have a wonky
2: roof. <laughs> mm. it, exactly. And it's the same as as people as as your body and if you visualize it if you are you know neglecting your spiritual well-being whatever that may be for you or your um, family your fano, your friendships then you know you'll feel out of you'll be out of balance and out of whack and it, it is a really effective simple tool to break down the different aspects of life. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, based on this model, those are the four um, key components of it.
0: And with your models and that, and what you've been chatting about on your um, brand and on your Instagram, is that for one particular area? So with the Maori culture, is it in one particular location? And then there's different ones dependent on the location that you're living. Because in Australia with indigenous culture, it's different all around Australia. Is that the same in New Zealand or is it? very similar amongst all peoples?
2: Mm, It can be. So it is um, similar to, I think, most Indigenous communities and tribes. Everyone has their different way of doing things, but there also is a collective kind of, um, collective knowing. And it's not um, like a hard or fast rule of this tribe will do this or this tribe will do do this, in particular to Te papa, um, this model, from my understanding, was established um, to kind of, I, I'm not sure, well, to create a little bit more equity in the health system for Māori back then, mm-hmm. um, because, yeah. Our health systems are not made for Indigenous people, Indigenous communities and our priorities. And this model was a way to flip their biomedical um, model and to help provide a te Māori, a Māori lens um, into health. And so this isn't necessarily, specifically Te Whare tapafa wha isn't um, necessarily like a tribal thing where everyone knows it and And like, um, it's like a condition of health or things like that. But it is a way to condense um, ma tauranga Māori, so Māori knowledge and our perspective of health um, in a tangible way for people to understand that in order for most indigenous communities because we are um community-based people we have a strong connection with the land we have a strong spiritual connection and we understand the importance of um of these connections and so this was a way of showing that um to everyone else
0: yeah, I love that. I really do love that, and I think that it's really important that people actually take the time to understand because, again, it is the indigenous people's land and the indigenous people's way of being and the way that they want to live and the way they have been living for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. And so, I really, really love that. Do you, um, do you think? And I. I don't know if you want to answer this but how do you think Maori perspectives on health can be implemented into other peoples into other peoples around not just in New Zealand but around the world how do we even if they don't identify as Maori, how can we take a little bit of value and implement it in our own life
2: oh well easy especially um like you mentioned about is it's not a I think I, I understand that people can feel a little bit, um, shy to be like, oh, is this just for yeah. indigenous people? It is from my understanding, just a way to share our perspective on health with the rest of the world. It's not, um, an exclusive thing or anything like that. Any, truly anyone, anywhere can apply, um, can apply te whare tapa, wha into their life or even um, just in, in general other Indigenous health models because from my understanding, especially with um, other Māori health models, is that there is a big focus on that holistic approach. And um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the social determinants of health
0: Oh, actually, yes. I was about to say no,
2: but I did because I did a, a course at uni with those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I think a better um oh um a way of maybe understanding is that this like social determinants of health, which is essentially these key components that are foundational for just for individuals to be able to live a um, a well life and so that is having um access to to like food to water to um housing um affordable housing to exercise um things like that and so it just really is a truly a holistic approach um holistic maori perspective really and truly anyone can can use it can utilize it i'm finding that holistic approaches to health is becoming more common like journaling and breathing and grounding oh i mean not so much journaling but in in different ways um but those indigenous people have been doing that for years like for centuries Mm -hmm. and like we we know the the connection that we have with the land and they're actually truly just putting your bare feet onto the earth is healing and grounding
1: and that's yeah. things
2: that we've known for, forever <laughs> I was about to ask do you ever see things posted and go yeah
0: bitch we've known for this for a long time
2: <laughs> yeah 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 but but that's because I I'm happy to see that um but that is because um the biomedical western perspective of health is so heavily prominent in um in our our cultures and our Societies at the moment, and it doesn't like there isn't anything. I mean,
1: you were you were like, yeah, yeah, there actually
2: is. <laughs> yeah. it serves its purpose. It has a huge purpose in society. And of course, if my if I break my leg uh, or if my heart stops, like I'm going to the hospital, hospital baby. Like I'm not just gonna. Hang out and be like, nah, it's all gonna be fine, it's all good. I'm just like journaling and stuff like that. (laughs) They definitely it has its purpose, but from in my opinion, they don't go to the root cause, and which is you know, there's a whole lot of suffering where we're just kind of putting a lot of band-aid effects on it. And so it is a really good um, thing to go to to treat your broken leg and your heart that stops. (laughs) But it doesn't really teach you how to live a well life, which is what I'm very passionate about. Yeah, it's really
0: interesting you say that because I'm studying, I'm in my final year of pharmacy. So when I think of that, I think mm. pharmacy super clinical, white walls, drugs, like you wear a lab coat, that type of thing. And so mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago, someone was talking to me about journaling or about breath work. And instantly I was like, no it's fake or like my mind yeah. has been so conditioned to believe that it's supposed to be this one way of you take a drug and it fixes you and mm-hmm. it's it's almost kind of i've i've done a flip where i'm realizing that you know, your perspective of health and all of those other things that we've chatted about before, that is the preventative. That is how you be proactive. That is how you maintain your health. And then the biomedical side, yes, that can treat and that can help with the symptoms and that type of thing. And when you go to the pharmacist, mm-hmm. site, you can take a little bit of pain, whatever you need. But if you want to sustain and have that longevity in your life, I think the holistic approach is truly how you have that.
2: Mm, and th- that's exactly it um a holistic approach is about prevention mm-hmm. and so it's um I'm not sure if you're familiar with the ambulance at the bottom of the hill analogy no where a, so a lot of our health systems because in Aotearoa in New Zealand our health system is pretty much copy and paste from um from England and so it is
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: That we, the ambulance will be at the bottom of the hill when you are dying, as opposed to being at the top of the hill to help you prevent you from dying. So there there are a lot of... um, I'm so passionate about Maori health, indigenous health, because we are so heavily, like we are so um, overrepresented in all of the negative health statistics. And that is largely to do because of colonization and largely to do because the health systems that we have do not cater to, um, to indigenous people in the way that we need them to. And um a Kau Māori perspective, a Māori lens on health is about prevention, is about living a well life, so that you don't end up at, the bottom, the, at the bottom of the hill.
0: Yeah, I love that. So, how does that relate to your mission? And and I mean, I guess it is your mission, but how does that relate to what you're doing with your business and where you're going with this brand?
2: Well, I because it's you touched on it earlier saying that you hadn't heard about te wha, and because I live in little old New Zealand it's really really common and I even thought when I was making it I was like this is silly like everyone like most people will know what this no, is like sis. most people like, like most people will have like an understanding of what holistic health is or things like that and I'm so glad that you said that because I did, I posted it. And I was like, Oh, I, ho- I hope people t- get value from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just kind of regurgitating the same thing. So that actually is really helpful for me to hear. Um, but it is about, I think, indigenous people, Maori people. Well, I mean, I'm Indigenous. We have such a rich knowledge and we have such a beautiful perspective on health and well-being. And it is one of my passions and one of my interests to be able to share that with people. And um, just to sprinkle a little bit more of that Indigenous magic that that we have inside of us, um, yeah, with, with the world. And so it's just um, – things because I was raised from a holistic perspective that I sometimes think oh people already know this and and it's not and so just really I'm just honestly I'm passionate about helping people I'm passionate about helping um about helping wahine women um particularly because we are so overrun mm-hmm. um and I think we are the pillar of society despite the uh, patriarchy <laughs> um yeah so I'm not sure if it answers your
0: question no what. it it does it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't yeah. I think I think I see what you mean I think with your content there is so much value and education and insight that can come from it and I almost think from from my lens and my perspective, it's how do we have these conversations? Because I feel Mm. like it shouldn't just be your culture and your people and you specifically igniting this. Like it should be a two-way street. It should be reciprocal. So how does someone like myself and somebody listening now, how do they even start these conversations or or learn more?
2: I think my aim isn't to – my aim is to – share my tools, my mātauranga, my knowledge that I have and have learnt with people. Mm. And so it doesn't, if people don't resonate with a holistic perspective or a teo Māori perspective, an indigenous perspective, that's fine. It's more so about encouraging people to to see and to recognise that there are more aspects of health to just kind of accepting I might be on medication for the rest of my life or, or I might just be struggling with these things and so my purpose and my aim is to um provide tools and resources to people and those tools and resources are um are sometimes rooted in a kiawa perspective um yeah so just as as long as you uh engaging with the content and taking whatever resonates with you like even though I am so insanely passionate about Maori health and indigenous health and um spreading the world about how fabulous we are it's it's just more like take take what you need that yeah. is exactly yeah take what you need and I and hope that you've learned something
0: I definitely have that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> so what what's next for well well-being with Maya
2: um she is figuring out how to do social media girl (laughs) yeah you and me both (laughs) you and me both oh my goodness I'm like looking at these insights I'm like what is this Like, (laughs) like I'm I'm in my late 20s how old am I 27 Mm -hmm. and so I didn't have um Instagram in high school or even I had it when I first went to uni like um May my 18 19, 20, that kind of stuff but not nearly as crazy as it is now so really actually learning how to do social media and um just my aim is to help people and to um help people to connect with themselves and to live a well life
0: yeah I love that all so much and it's really interesting you say you're learning how to use social media because (laughs) I think often people can look at, you know, like your friends um, Sim and Sonia and they can see Mm. people who are there and who, you know, they feel like they they know what they're doing and they've got the business and they did it but sometimes they miss the start where you're at and where, you know, potentially I'm Mm. at and they miss, you know, the fuck-ups and the mistakes and the, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Everybody thinks I'm cringe thoughts. And so the fact that you're sharing it and that we're chatting about it is so important because there'll be somebody listening. I get messages like this all the time of, I want to start a fitness page or I want to start, you know, my own health page or whatever it is. And they always look at people like you and I and think, oh, they've got it together. They know what they're doing. They
2: feel fine. When in actuality, so scared all the time. (laughs) Just, I'm just... um simply I mean because we've been doing the podcast for this this whole year we started late last year and um one hand I was tired of the where's your Instagram <laughs> no it was more so the um uh we spoke about it a few episodes ago is done is better than perfect absolutely and that, that is what I've been um Thinking about is what I think of if I, like even this morning I posted a reel and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like maybe it, it can be daunting to share things online, especially um, because for, for me, this is a journey. Like I am going on a journey with everyone and um, yeah, I, I want to share aspects of my life as well. And so I just think, done is better than perfect and who cares fuck what people (laughs) think honestly it doesn't like they're not the ones who are um, paying your bills who are doing what you are doing so
0: yeah 100% I think something I've come into recently is perfectionism and comparison are just distractions And they're just taking away from your true purpose and your true values. Mm -hmm. And so I absolutely love that. And I resonate with that hard. Nobody listened to my first podcast. It was just not okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But But
2: if you didn't start, you wouldn't be here where you are now.
0: Exactly, and that's the thing, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, a some sort of stat where it says, you know, 1% or 2% only get past 10 episodes of a podcast before they give up, and it's like, really? Like, you you have so much to give to the world, and it's just trusting mm-hmm. that you will perfect or better your skills over time. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. Before we end up, is there anything else you'd love to leave the community with or, you know, anything that you feel like we haven't
2: chatted about? um no I think I've kind of written <laughs> along perfect um, and enough yeah that's amazing well
0: if you guys cannot get enough of Maya please follow her give her some love I'll put all of her deets in the show notes you will honestly it's your page is just so wholesome also so educational and I just love it so much and thank you so much for coming on
2: oh thank you so
0: much thank you for having me Of course. All right, guys, have a beautiful, fabulous day. And in the meantime, if you haven't done something for yourself, please go and do it. You know you deserve it. Okay, bye. Bye.